0: welcome back everyone to our seventh episode of our uh, of our fake nerds watch for star trek picard i'm brandon c mcclure co-host of the fake nerd podcast eight and this is no this is the seventh
1: it's eight we got two more episodes left
0: oh Nine you're ten. right it is eight yeah. last week was last week was eight yeah, it was, yeah. well correcting me as always is michael <laughs> carlson of the Downright right nerdy podcast Hi! <laughs> it's the eighth episode. Thank you very much. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, our YouTube page is a little behind at the time that, that, you're, that you're watching this, so I got a little confuzzled with what, with what episode we're doing.
1: But uh, we do have different shirts on this time, so we do. Unlike last, nice and time. fresh. Yeah,
0: <laughs> we'll Wash these this time. Yeah, I see you're wearing our shirt. Had to. Yeah, that's a good shirt. I'm really happy how that turned
1: dude, out. So, th- this, these are some of the most not only are they awesome shirts, but they're the most comfortable shirts. Like, I don't know what they're made of, but uh, yeah. the T Public, uh, I think, is where you go through, yeah. right? Yeah. T Public for your fake nerds. That's where we end up doing our uh, uh, downright nerdy shirts, which I still haven't gotten a, gotten one. But <laughs> it's still, seriously, like the softest cotton, the softest yeah. Uh, shirt. Yeah. Uh... Yeah.
0: The, I'll admit the price is not ideal, but the, uh, the shirts are really nice.
1: It's quality though. I think, I mean, yeah. for me, I've always, I've always been one to spend a little extra if I get a little more. out of Yeah. It,
0: so, yeah, that makes sense. All right. Yeah. But we're not here to talk about comfy shirts. We're here to talk about Star Trek Picard. Yep. Uh, our sequel series to the next generation. Uh, so let's just, you know, let's get right into it. Michael, what'd you think about this episode overall?
1: Overall, um, it was fine. I think, uh, we've been i feel like we've been kind of spoiled the past few weeks with really good episodes uh, to be quite honest i was for in my the back of my head i was thinking to myself man i can't keep up can this really keep up the uh, um like the, all the good episodes and all that and yeah. i was actually kind of bracing for a, a a dip in the in the roller coaster here um but it wasn't a big dip it, i mean i still enjoyed it um there, we we did get a, a little bit more insight into the Vosh and like their like, I guess ideals and why they think. Uh, the, With another the, flashback, another oh, another fun flashback, <laughs> but I feel like this is different. This didn't go just back to Mars, right? This went like years and years. No, back.
0: This, it's still fourteen years ago. So it's it's right before it's right okay. before the Mars attacks.
1: Okay. Um, but correct me if I'm wrong. The the seven or what was it seven or eight worlds? Right, it's all eight worlds. Oct. They, eight, they kept on.
0: It's eight suns.
1: Eight suns. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're eight. right. Did they mention any of this in the past seven episodes? Eight suns.
0: The conclave of eight. Yeah. Uh, I was. It, was
1: that mentioned? I don't. I think Rafi it.
0: mentioned it in when we get when we we're at Free Cloud when she's talking to her son. I think God, I
1: feel like I once this season is over I'm going to watch it once over again yeah. just to see if I you know miss some things just like that because I I was completely lost when they when they started mentioning the uh, the 8 the eight sons um the
0: conclave of eight which she thought was um, eight was eight people but really it turned out to be eight sons yes. i want to talk about so i i'm i feel the same way as you i am a little a little iffy on this episode i don't really think that picard got a lot to do in this one mm-hmm. um there's some great character moments with uh, with the other cast yeah uh rios
1: you know what i really loved about stuff i really loved about the rios thing is not only does he have all his little EMA like emergency holograms, but they're all, they all kind of um, take on a different part of his personality. You know what yeah. I mean? So I thought yeah. that that was very interesting that the way that the way that they did that and the way we got a little bit more of a backstory, more death uh um you know <laughs> that you love uh background of death that they have to overcome and and they're they're still trying to at least
0: that was the other voyager reference i meant to look it up i don't know do you have memory alpha up i
1: there? have it up what do you need
0: um i can always trust memory alpha uh, a black protocol all right uh, uh is the omega protocols a uh, a black um a black directive they called it a black directive are the omega protocols a black directive you know what i'm talking about for i, those do,
1: I of, do i do recall the omega directive for um, those of you who are just watching this on the broken pieces uh, episode but um let me for just for those of
0: you who are just watching this and don't know what this is in star trek voyager they introduced this thing called the omega protocols so though if they find something called the omega particle Omo- uh, omega directive sorry you omega right directive, thank that. you yeah uh if they find something like that like the omega particle that can wipe out subspace they have to destroy it no matter what and it's it's follow orders or or treason
1: that's right that's right it is actually uh even the prime directive is considered null and void yeah yes i As, do remember the, this if you yes. find
0: the omega protocols if you find the omega particle drop everything destroy i'm it.
1: wondering if the omega directive has some sort of correlation to positronic brains maybe maybe well, i don't
0: think well i don't think so what i think it is is we've now been introduced to two black pro uh two black directives the omega directives and, and this? this
1: okay so you don't think that there's a the only correlation being that the prime directive is considered null and void and it just it supersedes almost everything else. yes
0: because the, because Got, rio okay. says that his captain you know he had orders yeah no matter what if you find positronic life destroy it
1: Yep. Yep. You're right. Yeah. I'm uh, sorry. I'm just doing a little reading, but yeah, the um, that'd be interesting to see. Uh, I mean, we are, I mean, at this point there's no indication of that, but we are under the assumption that uh Commodore O is just a, just a bad guy. Right. Yeah. Doing yeah. Uh, nefarious things. However, is- if, however, if uh, this directive supersedes that, then like any, if, she, if, if that directive supersedes anything, then maybe, she has been either forced to or, um, willingly been, well, I mean, it's already been established that she is Jad Vash, but, um,
0: well, I think she, she made it because she's the one we find out, you know, so this episode starts with the flashbacks to 14 years ago with the, with on this planet that's surrounded by eight suns. Mm-hmm. uh, there, and these Romulans are given and she's half Romulan half Vulcan. Yes. Which is why she can do a mind meld. um, but these Romulans put their hand on this thing and are seen and they go crazy about what they've seen. It's a little too brutal for me, if I'm honest, for Star Trek especially. But I think it's effective to kind of set up uh, what the Jad Vash's motivations are. I'm happy that we finally have some. So Commodore O incited the rebellion on Mars that destroyed the Utopia Planisher shipyard. So mm-hmm. I think she's responsible for making this directive, the, a, a, a black right. directive.
1: Did you notice with the uh, flashback the uh, little uh, the flash of uh, Data's face in there?
0: Yeah, uh, the mm. the android's face that whatever yeah. species that was on that planet uh, well, made became well, Data. It, yeah, okay,
1: yeah, that's that's what I was getting at. Yeah, um, yeah so I 100 percent agree. Uh, um, what else was going on in this episode other than <clears throat> that? I mean, oh, well, uh, so uh, well, talk. I mean, they're trying your your girls trying to make good with the rest of the crew.
0: And I figured that she, I figured that she would, but I want to talk about. I want to before we get to the La, La Siena, I want to talk about what's happening on the board cube, because that's where I think this this episode falters a lot for me. Okay. Um, I think that. So seven m nine knew hue, mm-hmm. which is a missed opportunity that we never get to see them together. Yep. Um, everything that happened on the board cube felt useless. Hundred percent and underserved uh but we do understand we do find out that uh um the romulan ship that was assimilated was a jat vash ship and that girl is rizzo's and Narek's aunt yep they're like head romulan she's also jat vash but she was crazy and because she went crazy she turned the collective crazy and that's why the borg cube separated was separated from the collective So I'm kind of happy that we got an answer to what happened there.
1: Yeah. It's Um, a little far-fetched, though. It's a little far-fetched, and um, I mean, if I want to just be just kind of bare bones, like, why I just did not like the uh, thing, I mean... The Borg have been such a an iconic part of like TNG and Picard's history, and I mean, I, I grant granted this probably isn't the last time we're going to see the Borg, or we don't know if they all. I mean, they all got jettisoned off into space, supposedly. Um, and uh, I, I yeah. thought that was a little bit of a. I mean, I would have really have liked to have seen. Uh, the Romulans on there just starting to battle a bunch of Borg that are finally waking up or whatever. Like, I, I wish that um. Seven and nine was able to plug in just a little quicker. And she tried like the, the, the main Jot chick would try to open up the doors to, to, to do them all out. But she, but seven stopped it. And all these Borg started waking up all of a sudden. Right.
0: Right. So here's um, the, here's the issue. I think narratively that comes up with this, um, with the, with the Borg being just like jettisoned out into space. It's not necessarily that it happened. There's a couple of problems with it narratively. I see, which is that, one, we've spent the entire season learning to feel bad for the Borg. They're not, they are, they're are—they're victims, right? Mm-hmm. They're not monsters, they're victims. Um, and I think that's a cool way to go about it. And then you get us to the point where we, we care about the Borg, we care about the XBs, or at least in principle, we should. Uh, and then you kill them all. Literally all of them. Yeah. You kill the entire XB community, and you destroy, it and you jettison all the Borg out into space. Which, by the way, there's my girlfriend. <laughs> Which, by the way, the Borg can breathe in space.
1: That's right. Yeah. I mean, why can't why can't Seven just beam everybody back?
0: Exactly. Which, but that bugged me because that just. You just forget something. You just forget. Yeah, I actually, I,
1: I completely forgot about that. To be quite honest with you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We see in in Star First Contact.
1: Yeah, they were doing on the on the on the uh, on the bottom of the ship.
0: On the deflector dish. Yeah. Yeah. So that bugged me. And then the other thing that bugged me was that Seven of Nine treats it as like I don't know if I'm gonna want to want to disconnect from the Borg and then just like oh okay, yeah whatever.
1: Fine. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that was it, the whole thing. Felt. Um like forced like it, nothing was natural nothing felt naturally flowing with that it was just very like okay i'm doing this doing this doing this you know it almost felt uh, like it was like a check checkbox on on the uh, writers list does that yeah. make sense i don't know yeah
0: it just kind of felt like there wasn't any there was there was dialogue to explain that there should be weight to seven's decision to connect to the collective again but there wasn't any she's and just was, fine after
1: yeah uh, it wasn't uh... There was no emotional connection to that, and that's what you need if you're going to build up the Borg, like you just said, as the victims. And if you were to kill everything, kill kill them all off, there has to be some kind of emotional disaster that the audience feels along with yeah. Seven, uh, you know, feeling that and you know, screaming out "No," you know, like Darth Vader.
0: Yeah, um, and then you assimilate the other Federation citizens that were on that sh- that were on that cube, mm-hmm. and you you just assimilated more people. You just made more victims. What was the point of all that? The whole the whole well, board I mean, thing I, I is kind of there for like if nothing. The,
1: if the uh, end goal was to eventually save them again afterwards, like what uh, what's his, Elnor was saying, because he's such so simple minded He's like, well, can't you just save them again?
0: Yeah, but it's, it's been so clearly stated; it's not that simple.
1: I mean, I don't. I mean, it's maybe not, it's nothing simple. I mean, but I mean, yeah, it would take time. But it's
0: uh, it's just weird that you had, and then like the whole like we're just going to make a mini collective on this cube. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me either. Cause if the, if the Borg found out that that cube was active again, surely they'd come for it. Maybe they are. You know, see, okay. That's the other thing. Like if that, if this, there's this plot that I don't remember entirely about in the Star Trek discovery that meant nothing in the first season, but then like really exploded into, into the second season into an, okay. a, into a fairly engaging plot line. I was wondering. I was wondering if this could be that. If this could springboard into into what next season's plot is, and it'd be the Borg are coming back.
1: I bet that. Oh, you know what? Damn it! I bet that's gonna happen.
0: I don't. But want then to you plot. have the issue. We, are, we already, huh? But then you have the issue of like, well, the Borg are now victims. So if this is the final stand of the Borg, well, th- well, not only that, but
1: then you also have the the issue of okay, Borg again, you know.
0: Yeah, but I like the Borg. You, I, I,
1: I do too, but I mean, the whole point of this show is something new, right? To see Picard come full circle back to that uh, uh, that Captain. Broken pieces being put back together, right?
0: Well, I mean, uh, technically, it's all about something old because they brought back Picard.
1: True, but I mean, but at the same time, like the whole, I mean, just the opening sequence of it is just a broken man trying to make his way back to where he was, right?
0: Sure, true. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, I just feel like the the Borg stuff just was really half baked. Well, I
1: guess though, if you're gonna go all the way back, he's going to have to confront the demon of Lacutus again. And not just that little stint he had on the Borg cube just as just what last or two episodes ago.
0: Yeah. I would like to see. Oh, I, mean, a yeah, kind man, of I, I mean
1: they they could there is there is potential to do it right. There is.
0: I could I could potentially see the show so the show trying to be like a final stand of the Borg.
1: Hmm. Perhaps. Yeah. And
0: I would like to, And if that were the case, I would like the next season to bring in Janeway.
1: Do we think that maybe the synths have any type of like become maybe even a, uh, an ally or, a, or, a, uh, um maybe not an ally, but a, uh, a creator of sorts to a new generation of Borg.
0: No, I think they're going to treat it as first contact and the synths they're going to be part of the Federation.
1: Oh, really? So synths would have their own homeworld. Yes, and then um, they have to try to
0: incorporate
1: themselves into the Federation. Guy, see what you. Yes,
0: mean. that's what I think, uh, because like I said, like I said, Rios does play it on lay it a little thick, but they followed first first contact protocols i yeah. think that's to imply that you should this is a new species
1: god it just really gives me a huge just battlestar galactica vibe you remember you remember in the, a little bit a like, little bit you know what i'm saying like the two come together for the arm and then all of a sudden like one of them just gets wiped out although only this time it's the opposite the uh, yeah. the uh, machines get get wiped out yeah, there's
0: a lot of it. Star Trek Picard does wear its influences on its sleeve. I've talked before about um, yeah. a, about uh, Blade Runner's influence on the show. Yeah. Battlestar yeah. Galactica weighs heavily on a lot of modern sci-fi um, because of how revered it was. Stargate Universe was completely different because of Battlestar Galactica. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also another influence that I noticed with this idea of the synth homeworld. I, I brought it up a little bit before. A little bit in a couple episodes ago. So if the audience doesn't remember, that's fine. Uh, I read a comic book called Descender. I don't know if you've heard of it.
1: Oh cool. yeah, I have. Yeah. I have Descender and Ascender.
0: <laughs> yeah, Ascender's great. So Descender for the audience is, is written by Jeff Lemire and with art by Dustin Wynn. and it is about a a, a catastrophic event that happened at, at the at uh, at the heart of this what is this version's world uh, version of the Federation? And these robots destroyed all technology. Uh, well, made this big attack, and so all technology was banned, and robots were banned, and they created a home world where they could live. And then that's reminds me a lot of Picard. And when we got to the point with the with the sent home world, I started I started seeing it a lot that mm-hmm. this uh, that Descender might also be an influence on this book. Got it.
1: Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I uh, it's been a while since I read it, so I, I, I admittedly don't remember a lot of it.
0: Yeah, that's uh, fair. Um, let's talk about. Jurati.
1: Your girl. Yeah. So, um, she, oh boy. So she's, uh, she like wakes up from her coma and she pro- uh, apologizes profusely. I think Picard, she tries to get at her for a little bit. And, uh, um, it's like, you're going to be, we're going to deep space 12 and you're going to, we're going to turn you over to the authorities, yada, yada. And, uh, she said, yeah, I, you know, I'll, I'll I accept that. Um, I felt, the whole thing really felt, uh, I mean, she once she explains herself and everything, I, it, I feel like the, the crew accepted her apology a little too quickly.
0: I think so, too. Uh, I, I'm i happy.
1: Again, well, uh, I'm sorry, I'm just real happy. quick. Let me just finish this because I, I, I just yeah. got this in my head. Just what? the same as the the, the uh, um, emotionless uh, Borg 7 of 9 thing. Uh, Plot, uh, thing that we just talked about it felt like just a, just a checkbox that they had to check off nothing felt smooth it was very um choppy and enforced
0: yeah well I think that goes to the the idea that this episode this episode is catch the audience up
1: that that is it yeah I guess um and I and I'm assuming that that's because they could not fit. Both of those incidents—the forgiveness of the doctor and the destruction of everybody on the Borg Cube—into the next two episodes, the last two episodes, which are the, the
0: Borg, right? the Borg Cube thing bugs me so much.
1: But do you understand what I'm saying? Like they, like they, like they, 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 they just try to fill it up real quick because it had yeah. to happen before the, the the last two episodes. Yeah, but they. Uh, they just rushed it, and it just felt. it's just, in turn, it feels unnatural, and it doesn't feel like, I, as an as an audience. I don't feel that connection to what. Uh, I don't feel the connection to what the uh, producers are trying to portray. Yeah, acting.
0: I I agree with that. I, one more thing on the board on the board cube thing. It just feels <laughs> like the. It just feels like now the plot line was unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Like I don't understand why it needed to be there. Uh, if you're yeah, just going to now do that, that they're all gone, yeah, it's just weird. Anyway, but I I anticipated the idea that gerardi would have some sort of redemption arc that she would and you be. Said,
1: yeah, you said that a few episodes ago.
0: Yeah, that she would be, um, not necessarily tricked into working with O, but Trump. I said last time that it reminded me of a violation from Star Trek Six when yeah. when uh, Spock mind with uh, the Vulcan.
1: Well, not only that, but even Deanna Troy experienced that too during uh, TNG. I think it was that. Uh, yeah. Season.
0: I think, like I, think Jurati, I think Gerati I think Gerati was traumatized by what O showed her, especially if you know that the the idea behind this this image would drive people insane. Like she, she was she, that well, that it it image it drove is, everybody
1: on the Jat Vashem insane except for one,
0: except for one, and it it that mind meld was enough to terrify her and and traumatize her. Uh, that she just she felt like she had no choice. She even says it to Bruce, like, "I wish I didn't know what I know." Um, and she also said,
1: "Hard that uh, she thinks, but now she thinks about suicide every day, and that's the only thing that gets her through the day." Yeah, that's heavy. Yeah, I, mean, heavy. That probably, that, I mean that was probably. I mean that if I'm if if I'm as an audience member thinking, looking, watching this episode, that's the only line that really emotionally gets to me. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like uh, as a uh, um as a as a line that or, or, i mean even, even as a performance from from the actor just trying to portray what they're trying to uh, instill in all of us but yeah just that one line doesn't do it for me it needs it, it has to flow a little bit more like i almost want like another extra episode for them to stretch th- this episode out so that we can get more flow to it i guess if that makes I, sense i
0: would have preferred more to one of these plot lines the a b or c plot line i think just one of them needs more more time to breathe you know Um, what the
1: board kind of reminded me of i'm sorry going back to it hmm? the last season of game of thrones when you built up the uh, white walker so much over the first few seasons and all of a sudden they're just gone two episodes before the the last
0: oh oh hey (laughs) my cat is going crazy all right let's start that over what were you saying
1: um, what I was saying is uh the the board remind me a lot of the last season of Game of Thrones with the White Walkers where you built them up this entire first season or, or the, the the first parts of the season and they then you kill them all off right before like two episodes before the last episode. Uh, it, it almost it, it just if it, it had that uh, feeling of disappointment uh, when when yeah. it happened.
0: I can only relate on a superficial level. I did not see Game of Thrones, um, oh, okay. but yeah, I uh, I understand what you're trying to say there. Um, let's, tra- let's chat. Let's chat about spoiled it for you. No, it's fine. I was never going to watch it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> let's chat about um, the other kind of half-baked plot line, which is uh, Rafi trying to get a- trying to figure out what happened to Rios.
1: Yeah, I mean, I thought that was. Okay. Again, it's still the more fun
0: part. It's the most
1: fun out of everything. I I think she was the strongest point of this of this episode.
0: Yeah, but at the same
1: time, uh, it still jumped around a little too much. Like if they really wanted to, like I I, I just go back to what I just said. Stretch this episode over a period of two episodes. That way, everybody gets enough time to for their for their uh, storyline to build. Because even though this was the most fun. It still jumped around a lot. Like she was making correlations with the navigator and the, uh, um, and the engineer, which I feel like could have used a little bit more explanation. Like how did that work in her brain that, that like these two things connected didn't make much sense to me. Um, I would have liked a little bit more background with that.
0: Yeah. I I agree with that. I think, uh, I think Rafi, Yeah, I, I like Rafi's plotline a lot in this one. I don't like I said it's half baked. They're all half baked, but I think Rafi's the most fun. She she's kind of giddy about the fact that she was yeah. right all this time.
1: She she I think she's giddy because she understands like, hey, she's getting somewhere. She's figuring it out on her own, sober, and <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and she's like kind of getting back in that mindset of uh, trying to be trying to help JL out as best she can and just trying. That. I'm saying JL now from now, just because you said that. Um, but you know what I'm saying though. But yeah. I, the most the most interesting part of her storyline are all five of the different Rioses. I think.
0: <laughs> yeah, I really like. I the like idea the, of those the
1: EMHs on the the or the emergency holograms on that ship are so cool.
0: Yeah, I so think those cool. are a lot of fun. And how and she, she, they all have
1: different accents. They all have. Well, it's funny. I, I like of, that she work.
0: mistakes them for him every now and then. Mm-hmm. Um, I. I appreciated. I truthfully, I actually appreciated the Walkman joke when she goes into his quarters. Oh yeah, to talk. Like I kind of, I kind of always appreciated how Star Trek was. Um, you know, we've talked about it before. Like Star Trek is is weird because they they use like classical music because that was the cheapest music they can get. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do like that that they're still like oh classical music. It's a, uh, the Smiths. Yeah! 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 Um, and then, like, she, you know, she doesn't know the technology. There's a little, there's a couple of times, actually, now that I'm thinking about, it, like, you know, the technology is like, a, hun- a couple hundred years old, so, and she doesn't, you know, names get switched a lot of the time. Doctor Who had a joke about it once. And then Picard not knowing how to, how to, con- how to navigate the ship. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I could have done without the, well, you know, the, the, like, here I go, it's like, uh, wait, actually, but, you know, it's been a long time, he hasn't had to fly a ship and,
1: I mean, everything else and back and in his day was an actual like physical thing he had to tap, right? Well,
0: even when he was in Starfleet, they, 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 like if you follow the comic logic, he would know how to how a um how a holo screen would work. He just wouldn't know how. Well, to I mean, he, the, he a uses ship.
1: the holo screen on his uh, in his ready room or his yeah. ready room
0: because <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't tear down the damn set. <laughs> yeah. We spent um, money on this; we'll damn well yeah. use it. Yep. Um. Yeah. But I mean, he wouldn't necessarily know how to fly a ship. It's like you know, a, a, an old man wouldn't know how to work an iPhone. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, 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 didn't mind that so much. I, I saw a little bit of online of a pushback of that one because of the. the I'm just era. really
1: glad that they didn't say, "Oh, classical music," and then he start, she starts playing Katy Perry or something like that. That would have, I would have lost. That's it. a joke from
0: Star Trek Picard.
1: Yeah, I, I would have turned it off. I really would have, uh, and it would have taken me a little bit to actually turn it back on.
0: Now he's not, he's not a Katy Perry guy. I hope not. He's a smart guy.
1: So let's see. uh, Oh, we get a little flashback when or when Picard uh, remembers his uh, he's talking to uh, Rios at -hmm. the very end. He goes, hey, this this reminds me of uh, being an ensign on the bridge of the Reliant. You remember that?
0: Yeah, I really
1: a little flashback or not flashback, but just Easter egg. Right.
0: Yeah. So, okay. so that's my favorite part of the episode. Yeah. Uh, When he's talking about. All you know,
1: the emptiness in space and how,
0: when he's relating he to Rios as Starfleet, yeah. mm-hmm. he forgot uh, how much he loved it. You know what yeah. I mean? It's, uh... But there's a there's a line in the in the episode that really hits me, and it's something that directly addresses my issue with modern Trek. And he talks and with Picard says, "You didn't you didn't fail your captain. Starfleet did. They uh, they." succumbed to fear and hatred and isolation but we have more powerful tools hope and optimism uh, and, and because of that we will prevail and I really appreciated the idea that like you know we talked about when we did the live streams if you were going to do a show about bringing back hope, hope and optimism to Star Trek it'd be with Picard
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that's what I think that, that I think that Picard as a character and I don't think the show quite does this well but him as a character is all about him trying to show everyone that there is hope in the galaxy and that we shouldn't be succumbed to this hatred.
1: You know um, yes, I remember saying that like th- like the only person that that should that it should focus on if, if that's the direction that they want to go would be through Picard well, you know, I remember talking about that. Um, the only thing that I kind of wish we got, was i mean they could uh, theoretically they could still do this but in between the time of uh mars and picard or even before mars right uh -hmm. have another series showing like if you really want to show like how far down uh starfleet has become show that in in another series where it's it's almost like you're you're one like nothing is familiar like this is this is starfleet but it's start it, you see the decline of um, of the of the morals or, or whatever or whatever the reason of uh, I would assume would be like the higher ups in command that are um, um, kind of losing their way which causes this uh, this tragic uh, um, uh, event of you know pushing out the synths
0: uh, well, I don't think it was a gradual thing, which would be difficult to do as a series. I think it it happened because, like, uh, because they're okay, afraid. am gonna make a, They're I'm afraid
1: gonna, of. They're afraid of. Uh, of all that. It was the. Uh, um. It was the. Um. Oh, jeez, I'm just lost my train of thought. Oh, I'm go gonna ahead.
0: make a really bad. I'm gonna make a really bad parallel here. Uh, it's like their 9/11. Um, you can. So when, so when the utopia shipyards were destroyed, tragically millions of people were killed, the entire, the entire planet is supposedly still on fire. Uh, that one incident was so scary that they succumbed to that fear uh, of, of synthetic life. Much like what happened to the United States after 9-11. We got a lot more scared during 9/11, after 9-11. We, we succumbed. Um, Star Trek Enterprise... Did a, did a story uh, very similar to this now that I'm looking at it um, where they had season season three is a nine eleven parallel and how you can't succumb to, to fear and hatred. And I think that's what they're doing with this personally.
1: Yeah. There's a, there's, there's a couple things that I don't quite agree with that, but then I'd be getting into a different type of conversation. I won't get yeah, into right that's now. That's fair. Um, but either or, uh, I mean, I, I mean, me personally, I, I would have liked another, maybe even a mini series. Doesn't have to be a, like an actual series series. Maybe a mini series, or maybe a TV movie that would explain something a little bit more that would actually make me believe, like, okay, this is really not the Starfleet that I that we once knew and love. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, I got you. I think That
1: would be a little bit, just a, just a little bit more explanation that are not in the form of flashbacks every yeah. the per, for I the think- first five minutes of every episode.
0: <laughs> I think that type of story, a story to tell would be a uh, comic.
1: Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like I've always been, I think, have I, maybe it was talking to somebody else about this, but I think it was so recently I watched the movie Dune right and i and i could I'm not aware. stand it yeah it was a terrible for, it was one of the most terrible things i've ever seen but uh people keep telling me that uh, the books were so much better and uh, you should really really read the books and i and i thought to myself like yeah that may be interesting for me sometime but i don't want to have to read something in order to understand what goes on in a show or a, or a movie um I, I think that anything that that's reading material should be supplemental to that, unless they're deriving it from a book, which I guess Dune technically did, but it was so long ago that I kind of feel like I don't, I wouldn't want to read a, a six hundred page book over a two two hour seventeen minute movie. But in retrospect, I'm, current, I'm currently the movie was that bad that I kind of want to read it.
0: <laughs> I am actually currently reading the book. Okay. Um, well, so what I'm only reason why I'm saying is because I feel like the story of how starfleet of like a gradual decline yeah. in starfleet's morals i think that sort of thing is is not necessarily what anybody wants to see in a tv series especially when it comes from star trek and i'm not sure we the story. We would i personally wouldn't i'll be honest with you oh
1: wow see, any, I, see anything star trek even if it's bad i want to see it like i'm still gonna watch discovery yeah. Um, because I have CBS all access. i just haven't gotten around to it. And yeah. I'm not also saying that I, I personally would not read the star Trek comic book because I absolutely would. But I think for the average uh, viewer, they're not going to want to read a comic book.
0: And that's, that's yeah. true. But I also don't think for the average viewer, it weighs that heavily on them.
1: Mm. That's, that's right. I did not think about that. You're right. Yeah. yeah. I
0: think for someone like us, yeah, yeah, I'd, being... I'd be interested in hearing more of that story, but for the average viewer, I don't think I don't think yeah. that interest is there. Yeah, good call, good call. Good good call. Um, I, I could be wrong though. Uh,
1: Let us know in the comments. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although <laughs> no, 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 I think no. if you're watching this, you're pretty much on our side with uh, with a lot Probably. of
0: things. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So Soji now knows where her home is, mm-hmm. and how to get there specifically through a Borg transwarp conduit.
1: Yeah. And she said she didn't know know how to access that until just recently right she knew and where it was she, and then she she knew where it was and then she was able to take over Rio's ship in what ten seconds or something like that well she's an Android data yeah. could do it that was kind of neat um yeah. no I, I'm not saying that was bad I thought that was kind of neat um got a little force field and somehow he was able to like sing her a lullaby and then all of a sudden... I like
0: that I like his sudden, his kind uh, of his trick to make sure that his ship is always his yeah sing it to sleep.
1: Yeah, that was kind. Of, that was kind of interesting. I didn't. I actually had to rewind that just to kind of understand it. Uh, um yeah. Once more.
0: I uh, like the little conference room moment when they're sitting at the at the at their little table and talking about like what they know, like pr- bringing all the plot threads together in a cohesive yeah. story. I appreciated. I I appreciated that. Yeah. Um, the transwarp conduit brings up an interesting. Sorry, the transwarp conduit brings up an interesting thing for me. Yeah. Um. I have a sneaking suspicion this show was supposed to be a sequel to Voyager.
1: Shocking. <laughs> I, mean, well, I mean, I thought I, I almost. No, I mean, I mean, kind of I like mean that, I that the main
0: character that the main character is Admiral Janeway. Oh, so and I and I could be completely off base, but there's a,
1: I'm curious now.
0: There is a lot of Voyager uh, uh parallels a lot yeah. of voyager callbacks more voyager callbacks than there are for any other star trek show including the next generation
1: yeah i i'll agree with that
0: the transwarp conduit the borg transwarp conduit is from voyager yeah 709 is from voyager yes um Ichab dies in one of the episodes voyager um the borg queen cell has tech introduced from voyager Hmm. a lot of voyager stuff and i think now, I know that Picard helped break the story for this for the series, uh, that uh, Patrick should help break the story for the series, but I wonder if the initial the initial pitch to CBS, not necessarily to an actor, was what if what we if... do a Janeway series? And or... the only reason... Wait, one sec. The okay. only reason why they didn't go with it was because there's not enough iconic characters on Voyager.
1: Okay, so let me ask you this. What if each... Season of the series is called something different. This series is called Star Trek Picard. Next next season will be called Star Trek Janeway. Next series will be Star Trek Cisco. Cisco,
0: I've thought about that, but the next series has gaiman
1: Okay, maybe the first two uh, two seasons are <laughs> Picard, the second two are Janeway. I don't know. Well, you
0: remember, if, I don't know if you remember. Oh. I don't know if you remember, but the initial uh, pitch for Discovery was an anthology show. Oh, really? Yeah, every season was going to be set in a different time period in Star Trek's in Star Trek's lore. I think that went out the door pretty early, but I wonder if if some of that some of the ideas that are in Picard were from no. that initial pitch. Maybe like the next season would have been a Janeway series, or I wonder. I just wonder if perhaps we're just seeing a bunch of story elements that came from a different show within Picard a show more connected to Voyager
1: maybe maybe um how long has it been since you last saw all of Voyager
0: so I've never seen all of all of Voyager but it's been a while since I've seen Voyager
1: oh you need to get on that it's such a good show
0: Okay, so I'm trying to go through all the Star Trek shows from beginning to end. Okay, I've been doing right. it for a couple of years. I started with Enterprise, then TOS, then Next Generation, and I got this DS9, and then my girlfriend started watching DS9 with me. So we haven't had a chance to finish it yet, but as soon as we're okay. doing DS9, we'll go to, I'm going to go to Voyager. It's good.
1: It, you I know what's really fun to do? You know what's really fun to do is watch it in that timeline that you're doing, but uh, there are some some overlapping, like a year, right, of mm-hmm. uh, um, DS9 and Voyager. And then you, you watch it um, back and forth every now and then. It's really fun to, fun to do that, too.
0: Yeah. I thought about doing that. I really like Voyager. I saw a lot of the episodes I saw of Voyager I really enjoyed. I used to have a couple of sets that would have various episodes. The Year of Hell. Okay. 709's yeah. uh, first episode I've yeah. always enjoyed. Um, the finale is incredible. Yep. Uh, so yeah, I just kind of wonder going back to Picard. I just kind of wonder if we're seeing some story elements seep in from a Janeway show.
1: I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I at this point, I don't really feel like we're gonna get her as a main character just yet. I mean, I will have to
0: wait till the next couple episodes. I would too. really like to see her come back, though.
1: I mean, so would I, but I don't think she's she'll make a huge splash. I, I agree.
0: Think. Yeah. Oh, what do you think? Oh, what do you think about uh, uh, the F-bomb lady? The F-bomb Admiral. I forgot her name. She's the only one that oh, drops yeah, F-bombs. Yeah, she's
1: always dropping the f bomb. Are, you, are you, you used to the F-bombs yet? No. No, I'm not.
0: Every time <laughs> it comes out of her Oh, there's so much. Every time there's it comes so out of much. specifically that Admiral's mouth, I'm just like, oh, no. Yeah, she. so she gives them, what, a fleet of 10? 10, 10 ships? Do you think she was actually going to do it?
1: I thought she is doing it.
0: Well, because they're they're not rendezvousing with the fleet at Deep Space Nine as Deep Space Twelve anymore. They're going through the Transwarp yeah, Conduit. To yeah, get to the...
1: but do you, but there is going to be a fleet waiting at Deep Space Twelve for Picard, right? Do you think
0: there will be, or do you because think that that
1: conversation him? happened before they went to the Transwarp Conduit?
0: I know, so... but do you think? But I'm wondering, do you think she's going to betray him?
1: No, I don't think so. I think that she. Uh, I think she um is not she's not like oh she's different she's she's uh uh, she just thinks picard's a crazy old man and and i think that she could be swayed to to his side if the evidence um presents itself
0: i understand that i don't really trust anybody in starfleet right now i'll be honest (laughs) yeah true yeah. Uh, they're all crooked, as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I, I, I just, I'm just curious if, if she just, if she was going to like arrest him or, or something. Yeah.
1: I, I don't, I don't think so. Um. Because I think that the evidence that Picard has is just too much.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah. This episode, it's not as. I think we're about done. What do you think?
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. really have much else to say about
0: it. Yeah, I think this episode was kind of lackluster, especially when you could come off of last week's, which last week's was incredible.
1: Yeah, it's hard to beat once once you get those incredible episodes. It's hard to keep keep pace. I know?
0: just hope the fu- the last two episodes deliver.
1: Yeah, so the last two episodes are um, one part one and two. Yes. Season finale.
0: And we're going what's to that? the Sith home. That's not the Sith. Sith homeworld. Yeah, we're going. Okay. Hell yeah. The Sith homeworld. <laughs> we're going to to what's the Sith, Sith homeworld? I used to know it. Oh, uh, it starts
1: with a K. I have it right here.
0: Do you really? Yeah. Because well, I have you are.
1: Dark veins here.
0: Well, uh... no, hold up that book. That's not a Star Trek book. What are you doing?
1: No, this is this is this series i'm sorry just going off on a star wars tangent um this trilogy the darth bane trilogy is among my favorite trilogies of across all genres i mm. absolutely love this uh juke is a gr- incredible um author sorry i'm gonna have to it's gonna bug me if i don't uh figure out the name that
0: find out next week what this name find is. find out next week World what it is, is. <laughs> Not the synth homeworld. The Sith homeworld. Yeah, Sith homeworld. Um, no, okay. So I think I think we'll wrap up while, you, while yeah. you're doing that. Um, yeah, I just hope the next two episodes deliver. I want to see more. Uh, I don't want to see the board gone for good. Um, and I'm very curious as to what this homeworld looks like. Um, oh, Orville. Corbin. 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 Yeah. Um. Orville uh has a similar episode where they go to the home world of isaac's people
1: oh yes i do remember that yeah
0: good two-parter all right uh so so let's let's get out of here then the next week uh next week the last second to last episode
1: second to last episode yeah
0: all right so guys you can find me at a fake nerd podcast every every uh every sunday every week um God, by the time you listen to this, I have no idea what we'll be talking about. They canceled all the movies.
1: All the movies are gone. So uh, we'll be talking. Uh, what's on Netflix? How about that? <laughs>
0: I, I have no idea. Um, they canceled New Mutants again. We're never yeah. going to get that movie.
1: Never. They should just release it on on Disney Plus.
0: Um, yeah. So I don't know. We'll, we have an episode of Bloodshot up, I'm sure. So, you uh, know. Okay. All right. Last movie I'm, in theaters. Yeah uh yeah i'm uh, every week you can find us here uh until the end of starship Picard. card quick click like and subscribe to get more episodes click the little bell icon as well um to 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 be notified when new episodes arrive um i'm a bt mcclure on instagram and twitter fake nerd podcast on all socials on all socials you can find us uh michael You can find me
1: over at downrightnerdy.com or on Downright Nerdy Podcast on your YouTubes or on the Instagrams. If you're trying to find me on Twitter, find find us over at Nerdy Downright. I don't know how to do the Twitter stuff, and I can't change it anymore. So uh, that's where you find us. And if you guys get a chance, uh, we're giving away a whole bunch of stuff soon. So check out our video, uh, our uh, mini milestone giveaway video. It's like 15 minutes long. It's on our YouTube channel. Uh, check it out. Uh, figure out how to enter. Uh, and You're not going to want to miss it. It's going to be going to be a fun time.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, definitely want to subscribe to his stuff. His information will be in the link below as well. Um, all right. Until next week. Always sad to end a Star Trek talk, but here we are. Uh, live long and prosper.
1: Live long and prosper, my friend.
0: This road on the show. Road on the show. <sighs> Can you believe they cancelled all the movies? Pretty much, right? It's re- yeah. Yeah. whatever. <sighs> all right. Here we go. So many movies. Zara. <laughs> Don't talk to the cat.
1: Sam, if you're watching, this should be all be bloopers at the end. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he used to do that. I'll do it every now and then at the end of an episode. Yeah. Just put just put something stupid at the end. All right, here we go. Wait for all the dogs to... They're getting fed. They're excited. All right, here we go. Okay, here we go. That's fine. We're good now. Sorry. How's Riley, by the way? I haven't asked.
1: She's doing real good, man. She's working right now. Yeah. Um, Yeah. That's good. Uh, Usually, she doesn't work on Sunday or the weekends, but um, she picked up a couple extra shifts. Uh, School's been canceled for her, but everything's online her so
0: sure.
1: um, you know just nothing really changed too much for in in her world she's still just working super yeah. hard i mean it's kind of bummed like the past couple like every other week for the past couple of, for the past like month and a half we've been uh we've been uh, uh not able to do a show because she's either gone or i'm like and it's kind of i feel so awkward doing a show by myself i did um, too. so weird i can't
0: i i did a after comic-con so the the first year we did this was like two weeks before Comic Con. Yeah. Um, and I we didn't have an episode coming out that week, so I decided to put out a what well, became our first special. But it was just me talking about some of the stuff I saw at Comic Con. That was awful.
1: Dude, it's so awkward. Like I'm looking at this thing. I feel like I don't breathe at all. Like I feel like yeah. I keep talking and talking, and I'm like, oh, it feels so awkward. Yeah. I feel like I just ramble.
0: All right, here we go. All
1: right. <laughs>